you know, fuck you, basically. We're gonna we're gonna go home a pick and we're gonna take Jason Town below. I knew he was gonna do this. <laughs> I knew he was I told you, the one thing I was like, don't take Talmalolo if we first pick at lock. Look, he doesn't look he's not a lock, okay? He should be a prop. All right, but I don't care. I want I wanted one homer pick. All right. And if that, if we lose the fan vote based on Jason Talmalolo, I'm happy to go down guns blazing. Oh, okay. You I'm a, yeah. The whole league is like, let's go small with lock. Matt's like Talmalolo. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> And we are back. Welcome back to the Fifth and Dribble podcast. I'm here with um, Larry Nance Jr. loving Lachlan. How's it going, my friend? I'm good. I'm a, I, The true term is believer, I think. I'm a truther. Truther. Believer, a truther. believer lover, whatever you want to call it. I'm not out it. here drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, you're drinking something up there. Um, and uh, obviously, you're here with your boy Matt as well. Uh, what's happening? Um, today is going to be a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a schmozzle of a podcast. We're going to do half us, and then uh, we've been joined by the Hit Up podcast, the boys over in NZ, um, to do a little bit of a rugby league draft. So we're um, really looking forward to that. We're going to draft our best team. They're going to draft their best team. And then uh, we want to get your opinion on on who won. I mean, obviously, we think that we won. Um, but, um, but yeah, we'll get to that in just a moment. That was a, that was a lot of fun recording that, eh, buddy? That was, that was fun. Yeah, it's good. Um, all right. Well, um, as I said, a little bit of a schmozzle today, but um, at Fifth and Dribble, you know, um, on Instagram and Twitter, uh, if you want to leave us a voice message, uh, anchor.fm slash Fifth and Dribble as well. Um, you've probably been noticing uh, the NBA season is ramping up. We've been posting a lot of uh, NBA content. Uh, if you have tuned into our last two episodes, we uh, we covered the Eastern Conference and we also covered a little bit of um, a, a few predictions with our Silly Talk Sport as well. Man, we're getting the, we're talking to a lot of people lately. And also, if you haven't tuned in, you're a dog and you should tune in. Yeah, exactly. Tune in. Where are those hostages going? You know, I thought we were, <laughs> thought we were kidnapping people and, and Mate, that's forcing it. them to listen. Um, but yeah, it was, it's been a lot of fun uh, getting these people on the podcast and, and we look forward to doing way more collabs. So um, if there's somebody that you want us to, to reach out to and want us to collab with, then let us know. Slide into the DMs. We're, we're more than happy to. Um, all right. But as I said, in the in a bit of NBA news, um, look, it's just preseason, but these three guys are standing out to me and one of them, not for a good reason. Okay, so uh, Jordan Poole, he is playing out of his fucking mind. All right, I don't know if you know this, but through three games, the man is averaging 25 points per game. He's shooting 44% from three, 50% from the field, and 90% from free throw. And Steph came out the other day and said, I really think he has a chance to become a better player than I am. Jordan Poole is only 22 years old. What do you, what do you think of this? Mate, huge call from Steph. Massive. Huge Steph call. Um, I mean, I think this makes my Steph for MVP call look pretty good. Yeah, He's going to be this be. good. The team's going to be pretty good. Steph's going to be looking good. I think your boy's coming up trumps. Could be but, coming um, up trumps. This guy, this, Jordan Poole's been unreal. I think drafted, what, 24th or something? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, so if you have a quick little gaze and pretend we know what we're talking about. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah just incredible. I don't know whether they're going to fit him in the lineup, especially, like, obviously he'll probably start until Clay. 
comes back. Yeah. But once Clay comes back, and if he drops back to a six man, then Jesus, he he's red hot for six man of the year if he if he keeps his form up. Yeah, I think, I think his he, averages could get him over the could get him over the the line. Um, yeah. But 28th pick to factor. 28th pick, yeah. And, and I think even if Clay comes back and they don't start him, like, and they don't want to start Clay at the two, they want to keep Paul out there, because slide Clay down. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Slide Clay down. You could play the three of them with Draymond and Wiggins probably at the four or whoever else you want out there. Man, they're, they're going to be good. They've reloaded. Yeah. And I still think they got two moves in them before the playoffs. Yeah, 100%. I, I still, was I still to... think they'll flip some of those young guys and they'll, um, they'll turn those into a consolidated big man probably and um, be on their way. Yeah, for sure. I was listening to the Podfather uh, the other day and he was talking about how um, even the Warriors are his. And, and I mean, we'll cover the West when we cover the West later in the week. But um, the Warriors are his little um, cheeky team, um, depending on what they do. He's a little bit worried about the about the clay injury, um, but they've got so, so much am I. He's out for a weird amount. This is yeah. like a weird amount. He has also had a major injury in each of his legs. Like it's not both in the one leg. It's one in each different leg. I'd almost rather that. You reckon? Depends what it, I mean. He's not explosive, yeah. so it doesn't matter. But, I, for him, I, for him, I'd probably, I don't know, like a guy like Jabari Parker. He had it in the same leg, and that pretty yeah. much really ruined him. Shout out Jabari Parker, two matches yeah. in a row. <laughs> mate, either boy is two pods in a row, mate. mate two pods in a row, and Larry Nance um, Jr. Two pods in a row, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Every pod is going to be Larry Nance. <laughs> but um, I mean, he he had the he had the same ACL tear, like. Pretty pretty quick in the same knee. Mm. Um, I think we play the way he plays. You could, you'd almost rather one in each leg. It sounds silly, mm. but it's like I don't know. Just just how I feel about it. But possibly. I'm not I mean, the, my only rebuttal to that is that yeah, he's not explosive on the offensive end, but he often has to guard the best player on the defensive end. Now Wiggins is going to help with that. Wiggins is a fantastic wing defender, but um, I think that that hurts you. Especially on the defensive end, if you can't if you can't jump left and right, like if you can't bop off both legs with the same sort of explosion, then then you're not going to be the same player. Yeah, um, but, I, if, I but don't... if he can play his, you know, what what was it that he had? He had like 30, 36 points or forty six points, and he only touched the ball like eleven times or something against the Bulls that game. If he can have that kind of game where he finds himself open for jump shots, sure, he'll be the same clay. I think I think that I think that's what he's going to end up being. Yeah. I think they're going to take, especially if Jordan Poole does come through and he's able to do this. I think they're going to take Clay off the ball even more. Yeah, 100%. and that way, hopefully, he does have that li- little bit left in the tank to use on the defensive end. But I think you're right about Andrew Wiggins. I think he's going to be the defensive guy. Mm. I think they're really looking forward to that. And once that offensive pressure's off him, I think you're going to see him shine. And I think they're going to say to him, "Look, your job is on defense. You're going to try and lock down, use your athleticism, use your size, use your strength, use your speed, lock down the other guy's best perimeter guy." And then you're basically just going to have to catch lobs, look for passes. You'll be the open man. There's going to be two guys on Steph. There's going to be a guy on Clay. There might be two guys on Jordan Poole if he keeps doing this. Like, yeah. You'll be the open man. You and Draymond, open men all the time. If they get another, as you said, they're probably one or two steps away. But if they get another wing defender, what do you say, sir, to Clay coming off the bench and keeping a young guy like Jordan Poole in the starting lineup to be a flamethrower alongside Steph? And then Clay just run that scoring for the six man unit or for the for the secondary unit. Yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, I think whoever start like 
quote unquote start. It's all bullshit anyway. It doesn't matter who yeah. starts the game, it matters who finishes it. Yeah, exactly. If you look at guys like Kendrick Perkins and shit, like starting games for two minutes and then yeah, like, yeah. that's all they play. Like, yeah, you're a starter, bro. Like, sure. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Whatever it, you need to sleep at night. Yeah. It, it, it just matters if you finish the game. And I think that that's what it is. Clay will be part of the best five guys. So yeah. he'll finish the games. And he's the type of guy that'll be chill with coming off the bench. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think especially with the injuries too, he'll probably be a Golden State lifer. I couldn't see him leaving after this. No, nah, I can't. He, um, he loves it too much in San Francisco. Exactly, exactly. And they love him. And after what he was part of, I think that'd be okay to hold on to him. I think yeah. his, his game is going to age really well. Yeah, um, yeah, I for think sure. He's just gonna, he could really evolve just into a new stage of his career after pre-injury. And if he does become a bench guy and a rotation guy, um, yeah, I could definitely see that happening. That's a good shout, actually. Yeah, cool. Um, all right. Well, another guy that's really impressed me is um, Tyler Hero. I mean, it, Tyler Hero has been mentioned a few times in a row now as well. He's shout out he's to Sealy. That was a good. That was a good call. That was a fantastic call because three three games. Tyler Hero is averaging twenty five point three points per game. He's shooting fifty six percent from the field, fifty percent from three point land, averaging also six rebounds and three assists a game. Again, it's just preseason, but. It, we said it. It was either him or Victor Oladipo. And I mean, Victor Oladipo is still questionable as, as to how many minutes and how many games he's going to play. But it was either him or Victor Oladipo that needed to lock it down for this bench. And it looks like that's going to be Tyler Hero's job. I think Tyler Hero might start. You reckon? I don't Jimmy's know. He's a the, three. He's the best two guard. Yeah, I think Jimmy's a three. I think in the new NBA, Jimmy's a three. I, th- I still think Duncan Robinson starts. Oh, I don't think Duncan Robinson should start. <laughs> I don't think that. We, we've we've had Sorry? Five and 90. Yeah, we had the Duncan Robinson chat. I think if Tyler... And same thing. I think the Heat are going to be... All these championship teams, they're going to have got a guy that starts on the bench that closes the game. Yeah. Whether it be for Lakers, if it's for LA, then it's, then it's Carmelo. For these guys, it's Tyler Hero. Right, a couple of years ago, Lou Williams. That's exactly what he exactly. did. Exactly, that's Lou. what it is. I, I think yeah. Tyler Hero, if he does come off the bench and he is that six-man, I think he is a good idea for a six-man of the year because mm. he's just going to come out and they're just going to say, just shoot, bro. Yeah, and and, yeah, exactly. and it's going to be different than last year when defenses were able to focus on him. Mm. This year, you got to worry about Carl Lowry, Oladipo if he plays well, Jimmy Butler obviously if apparently Duncan Robinson plays well. Um, <laughs> I think disrespect, I think man. You're buying stocks in Larry Nance Island. I'm buying stocks in Duncan Robinson. I mate, I'll that. trade those for yeah. sure, mate. <laughs> mate. Bring it on. Oh um, my days. But, yeah, I, I think Tyler Hero is going to have a great year. I think the pressure off him, I think he's a confidence guy. We see that with young shooters. Mm. Um, and I think this year, having the focus off him, he's got two great playmakers in Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry around him. I think yeah. that's going to help. I think he's kind of, he maybe got asked to do more than what he can do last year with the ball in his hands. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be really good when he can kind of sit back and bam, can playmake out of the post as well. That way you've got three guys setting up shots for you. You yeah. can just run around like crazy off screens. He's in for a good year. Yeah, 100%. All right. And one more guy uh, that we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up, Russell Westbrook. Now. It's only preseason. It's only preseason. It's only preseason, please. But a, little, a little game for you, my friend. If I were to tell you these four categories, I want you to guess what he's averaging the most in over two preseason games. Points, assists, rebounds, or turnovers. What's he averaging the most in? Well, I actually do know the answer to this one. Okay. All right. Tell me the answer then. Westbrook, Spres- Westbrook special turnovers. Yeah, turnovers for sure. Over two games, he, the man is shooting 21% from the field. Uh, it's on like four of something shit. And um, 
yeah, he scored 10 points, had nine assists, nine rebounds, and 15 turnovers over two games. Is is this the sign of what's to come for the Lakers? Too many chefs in the kitchen? Nah. Nah? You don't nah. reckon? Nah. Just preseason? preseason just, I think just preseason. I think you're going to see these games this year from the Lakers. Mm. I think there's going to be games where... LeBron is, you know, he doesn't want to use load managing, but when LeBron, you know, has a little he bit needs of to. has a little bit of tightness in a hamstring or a back or somewhere and yeah. takes takes the second night of a back to back in an away game at like Indiana or something off. Yeah. And, you know, AD's banged up with the little injuries he gets and 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 we are blessed with a game starring Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony and Dwight Howard. I think there's going to be games like this that are just <laughs> a punish to get through. Um, yeah, but, but it's I mean, a that, that's that's why they have a guy like Westbrook. Honestly, not obviously to throw fifteen turnovers in three games, but um, two games, two games, two games. Yeah. I was say, <laughs> when I said that, I was like, five turnovers game, not that bad for Westbrook. Yeah, not that bad. But then <laughs> you cut that game off. It that makes more sense. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is what they got. They they didn't get him for for this, like the result, yeah. but they got him for this process of just getting yeah. him out there. Um, regular season nights, the Wednesday against. I don't fucking know. As you said, Indiana. Like yeah, just, like just, just a nothing game. Just a nothing game. Like mm. where, or against Orlando. Sacramento. Or yeah, nothing's on, man. That's Ben Simmons and the Sacramento Kings. Very much. But <laughs> just like Ben Simmons of the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> yeah. <no>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just when there's nothing doing and just like, just go out there, have a go. If we lose, we lose. I think they would, they probably wouldn't be happy with it. But I think if they were to finish the fifth seed, mm. they're going to be fine. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think as long as they get in the playoffs, they can tune up, they can get it done. They have the they have one of the best rosters, probably the best mm-hmm. in the West. Yeah. Um, I think that's what they're going to worry about. And we're, I think we're going to see plenty of games like this from Westbrook. People are going to keep crapping on about it. Yeah. 100%. Every time he does, every time he does it and he, and he, and he jacks up a game winner and loses, people are going to like, people are going to have a cry, but oh, LeBron doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Why would you have him on his team? LeBron knows what he's doing. LeBron doesn't. Everyone care. loves a Westbrook like, bash. If, if LeBron wanted to win 82 games, he'd he win, win 82, 82 games. games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I'm not as you. much now, but if he cared about it, he would have won 82 games. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm hundred percent with you. Um, look, I'm not reading too much into this Russell Westbrook stuff. I'm a little bit worried about, uh, like I'm like everybody else. I'm a little bit worried about the age system that's going on in, in Los Angeles, but I mean, seniority and veteranship wins championships. Like, you, you know, unless you're the Penrith Panthers and average the age of like 23 seniority wins championships. And, and these guys all know their role and no one's going to be treading on any toes. I mean, you got mellow three years ago. Okay. See mellow. Then, you know, maybe you're treading on some toes, but all these guys, all they want to do is just win. And holy shit, I saw Dwight Howard playing the other day against um, who are they playing against? Oh, I can't think. I can't think. But he was just, they were just absolutely pumping it inside to him. Um, hold on. Let me just quickly. But I mean, these guys aren't going to want to let LeBron down. I know it's like a yeah. lame thing to say. People say LeBron dick riders and stuff like this, but guys aren't going to want to let LeBron down. He sets the expectations. He sets the standards. And as you said, Carmelo a few years ago when he didn't realize who he was, I think his time out of the league really changed him. Yeah. You saw him come into Portland. You saw him know it was Dame's team. He came in, did what he did. He saw how much the fans loved him. Yeah, exactly. He came back and he was he played I think he played pretty well. Yeah, like, he played fantastic. I mean, I think, he played himself into another contract. Yeah, he played, played himself, himself into, into like possibly getting a ring. And how sick would it be if Westbrook and Carmelo get a ring? 
Oh my god! Right, haters. Does that, that then make Westbrook a better point guard than Chris Paul? I mean, is no. not already. No, no, he's <laughs> I'm not. No, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, so the, I was watching this preseason game the other, other day against the Warriors, and the Warriors ended up winning this. Lakers Warriors, but Dwight Howard looked like Orlando Dwight Howard. I'll read you this stat line: In 24 minutes, the men had 23 points and 12 rebounds. Ooh. Holy shit! And he came off the bench. I mean, DeAndre that, Jordan started this game. I forgot they got. I forgot they had DJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they've got. I mean, they've got some big boys now. Um, but yeah, I mean, as you said, they're going to have these games. Um, and I mean, if Dwight Howard can give you two, two twenty-three and twelve games in the regular season, you're absolutely laughing. That's found money. But he had a good. He had a good year for the 76ers last year. Yeah, so. I think he's going to be good. And he's a guy too that knows when to pull his head in. Seems to have a lot of respect now. for LeBron and the Lakers yeah. now. Now, but I mean, like, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. It is what it is. He's now, so you have to judge him on now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're going to be good. As you said, they've got big guys that can throw big guys out there. They can play large lineups. And DJ and Dwight, I don't really know about Camelo, but those two at least are very much like, hey, we're not playing you tonight. We need to go small. Yeah, Please chill out and get your waters up. Yeah, exactly. Like, or they do the opposite, guys. like they did against the Warriors, who didn't have a big playing yeah, in this preseason game. They just go huge. And they just dismantled them. They yeah. absolutely cooked them. Like every single play was a either Dwight was pinning down in the paint and then rolling off and asking for a lob or Rondo was just getting him open for a lob anyway. Rondo had a big game as well. Rondo and I think that's mad. what it is. I think just, just the idea of having those big fellas there puts that doubt in your mind. Yeah, exactly. And it forces you to at least have someone big out there with them. Yeah, the biggest guy that they had out there on him was Juan Toscano Anderson, and he was just absolutely getting bullied. Him and Jordan Bell, but again, it's yeah, it's preseason, it's pre-season. and that's the Warriors. This is what the Warriors do. They don't care about preseason. Exactly, and I mean that game as well. Steph Curry and Jordan Poole combined for fifty-eight in uh, twenty-five minutes. That's so, going to kill you, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what they killed you. Yeah, their uh, their bench didn't do too much, and their rebounding numbers. Nobody rebounded more than six times, uh, but. Yeah, it was just it was, it was actually a pretty fun game to watch. I rather enjoyed myself. Anyway, that's enough of the NBA today. We're gonna roll a little bit into NRL. Like there's there's been a pretty it's actually been a pretty decent week in the NRL considering there's been no games on. Um, so Jamal Fogarty officially signs to the Canberra Raiders. Uh, speculated three year deal. Um, how does how does this change the landscape for them? No no um, news of Hodgson going to the Titans yet. Yeah, it definitely improves them. I don't know what that is. They seem really hung up on um, on Hodgson. But yeah. I must say, I do like the fit of Hodgson and um, Jamal. I yep. think Hodgson with George Williams didn't work. George Williams was too good of a halfback to have Hodgson as a hooker. Yeah. Um, and it's just fine. It's not, I'm, I've never been a big Hodgson fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just think he takes, he takes too much responsibility. Which is fine, and it was fine when he was younger, and he was it, the the situation was different, and he had like Aiden Caesar and Jack White. And yeah, like he had yeah. to be the playmaker. But when you got a guy like George George Williams, is like we didn't get to see it here. But if he had played to his potential, he would have easily been a top five halfback in this league. You reckon? He is, he is so good. he is such a good halfback. If you were designing a halfback in a lab. You, they would look very similar to what George Williams is at his peak. Yeah, right. He is really good. And unfortunately, we didn't get to see that because mm. of Ricky Stewart and Josh Hodgson and, and all the um, chicanery going down there in, in the nation's Underlined capital. Underlined Ricky Stewart. Underlined that Underlined at Ricky. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, spray me. Um, spray. But I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think Jamal Fogarty, he's still... He's still young and he's he's a little bit of a passive leader, which is fine. Like that's just how he leads. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I think Hodgson's 
the opposite. And I think that work. I think that'll work really well together. Yeah. I think Fogarty's not going to want to overcall Hodgson too much. Yeah. I do think the only bad thing is I think Starling needs to start. Starling needs to be your number nine. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I think that I think that's the problem there. And he, apparently, he's looking to re-sign an extension. I don't know how that works. I think if if he gets his pen to paper, I think Hodgson then, moves on. I think magically, then then there's something in the works with Hodgson there. Yeah. I think I think Hodgson would be really good in the, at the Titans too. Yeah, because I, I think do they've too. got young halves. They've got young and experienced halves there in, in Sexton and Brimson. I think yeah. he'd be good and he can get that forward pack involved. Nurture them, yeah. He's like, yeah. He, and like we were talking about him. I know we were talking about this the other week where he was up there with Cameron Smith a few years ago in terms yeah. of his influence on the game. And I think that was that was always such a cool thing about Cameron Smith is he could always let Cooper Cronk cook. Yeah. He yeah. always knew that, okay, I have a lot of influence in this game, but my number seven, you know, he's second best in the world. Let me give yeah. him back. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I, th- I think Hodgson at the Titans would look really good. I think Hodgson in this team looks really good. It's just disappointing that we didn't get to see George Williams at his best. But um, mm. they were also looking at Adam Elliott to the the Raiders. Yeah. Well, they did lose a couple of forwards. I think so they could get him pretty doesn't cheap. doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I for sure. I, I already like their back row rotation, though. I probably wouldn't yeah. take a flyer on him. Um, I mean, I think they have... They have one of the best back row rotations in the league. With um, it just gets squandered down there in Canberra. Yeah, Corey Harawira and Naira, who's great off the bench as an explosive like bench guy. Um, Elliot Whitehead, the skipper, probably skipper England at the World Cup, actually, to be honest. And then Hudson yeah. Young, who's who's improving week in and week out. I don't really think they need another back rower. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's even, fair. Even Tarpane can kind of play on an edge. I mean, I'd rather them save their money and try and maybe sign some of these young guys or try and get some sign a big name depth. Yeah, yeah. But I uh, do like Fogarty there. I know that was a long, a long way. No, around. no, that's all right. What I was, what I was going to say is, but like everything that you said about Hodgson and Fogarty working together, I think is synonymous with Whiten and Fogarty working together. I think Whiten uh, can be that aggressor at some times. I mean, and he gets a lot of flack for not picking that up in the big moments of games, but I think they work really, really well together in the sense that like Fogarty's a guy that isn't afraid to put boot to ball, whereas Whiten sometimes is. And I think that complement- I'd be scared too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that complements each other really, really well. And I think Whiten is going to benefit from this the most. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think so. I think the forwards are going to have to have a big year. Yeah. I think the four because the, this isn't a creative halves pairing. Yeah. Like Jamal Fogarty will lead the team around and he'll he'll get you where you need to go when you put guys in the right positions, but he won't take the flashy cutout pass. He won't kick early. He won't yeah, do like yeah. that fancy stuff, which is fine. Um, you, I guess you have to trust Jack White on that edge. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, maybe that gives him more of a license to be able to do some of that creative stuff close to the line. He's dangerous. Yeah. Um, I mean, Both I th- very I good defensively it- as well. Good defensive halves. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I think it's a good team. I think I think they're forward pack and halves. You no, know, normally people count their one to seven. You know, people say like, oh, one to seven is like really good. Yeah. I think they're six to 13 is really good. Yeah. I think they're well, six they're to one to five is not terrible either, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. I think, think they're six to 13 is really good. I think that they'll, they're going to win some grindy, slow games. I think if we see the, the six again peel backwards, where we're getting less and they're not as egregious, I think they're going to do really mm. well. Because I think that hurts them. Having yeah. that forward pack, I think it does. Like when you have a good forward pack like that, you want them just grinding down, slowing, then hitting the edge on offense. Yeah. And I think that's why they're so deadly when they do get to finals time. Is that the, the whistle is swallowed a little bit more, and yeah. then you really see where they where they 
um, bounce. But anyway, moving on to going from a halfback that doesn't really create to a halfback that creates tremendously. Um, Sean Johnson came out uh, on the Ice podcast. Fantastic listen if you guys haven't heard it yet. But he did an interview with Ice, uh, Isaac John, and uh, said he was almost a bulldog. Basically signed on the dotted line, was just crossing T's and dotting I's. And that was when the Warriors snagged him up. What do you, how much would this have like improved the dogs? Because their their big knock on their offseason is that they didn't go out and get an out and out seven. They're trusting Jake Avarillo. What what would this have done for them? This would probably put them in top eight contention, I think. Hundred percent. I we talked agree. we we you know, we've talked about it before. I think the dogs are close to an eight, a couple of spots out. I think there's gonna be a big difference between the eight and the not eight. Yeah, um, but I think I think having a seven, having an experienced seven like Sean Johnson will be really good, and I think he would have been great for Birdo's development. Yeah, 100%. a seven who started off being able to just run and have electric pace, like we've seen Birdo this year. Just his acceleration is unbelievable. He mm. should probably have whiplash from our quickie, yeah. big fella. That's why he wears a headgear, bro? Yeah, mate. Yeah, but um, I mean, this would this would have really solidified them. I yeah. think. I think it's unfortunate, but it's awesome Sean Johnson going home. It's a hard yeah. story not to beat. And we, we had a chat to Sealy, who um who's the NZ boy, and he was he was pumped about Sean Johnson coming over. Obviously, yeah. like he means so much to to Kiwis. Yeah. Um it's just a, he's yeah. their next Benji. He, he, he really is. I saw a photo yeah. when Benji retired. It was a photo from it must have been a Kiwis camp from a few years ago. I think it was when mm. Johnson was still at the Warriors and they were all in there. Oh, and they were kicking the ball back. together? Kicking the ball together with Stacey yeah. Jones. And yeah, I was like, that shit is like crazy. Like that, like, yeah. that is it, man. And I think I think he probably goes from being, um, he goes from being, you know, an older kind of half. I think he probably moves into coaching at the Warriors after this. Yeah, probably. I think I think that's his next step. And I mean, he's a great player. He's a great ambassador. People always talk about Cherry Evans being the most well-spoken guy in the league. I think it's Sean Johnson. Yeah, Wade, yeah, you and me he's, both. So, he's so articulate. He gets to the point. He understands the game a lot, and he just yeah. is this great all-around bloke. Well, a little bit of this interview. I mean, I, I implore you to go and listen to it. But a little of this interview, he after he finishes up in the NRL, he does want to go into like commentating and stuff like that and jump in the media. I think that would be fantastic for him. And um, he said one of the things that really got him over the line with the Warriors is the way that Reese Walsh plays. He sees a lot of himself in Reese Walsh, and and I tell you what, I can see that. I can absolutely say that like young Sean Johnson, the way that he got up and down the park and, and very like Benji Marshall-esque in the, in the sense of, you know, having the second gear and, and doing all the flashy shit to get through the line. Yeah. Um, and he's just become just a smarter player now and is able to find guys rather than put himself in that position. And it's just going to do, it's going to do wonders for the Warriors. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, mean, this would have turned as you're right. You're hundred percent on the money. This would have made this dog's team uh, in the eight for sure. Yeah. Regardless of the coach. And I mean the only I mean a good thing of him going to the Warriors is I hope it inspires some young Kiwi guys to pick up a Steeden instead of a Gilbert. Yeah, it's a big thing too. Hopefully they can see their man doing it. Hopefully they get some games. Yeah. Um yeah. hopefully get some games in there soon. Hopefully get some international tests. He's probably the next Kiwi captain. Um I think he's captain on a few sides. Him and Jerome Hughes and the halves are gonna be good, but yeah, yeah, just awesome stuff. Yeah, they have a crazy good extended squad. Um, I'm gonna have to get you to uh mock up maybe some international teams and we'll do a podcast on that. What do you reckon? Yeah, sounds good. It's the off-season. We've got some time to kill. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, speaking of the off-season and needing to kill time, Reynolds, um, ahead of his probably full physical going into the Brisbane Broncos, has it's been uncovered that he's got a bit of a shoulder injury and he he got that in the grand final. You boys roughed him up too much. <sighs> I know. I, I don't know why I was too saying bad. it to you. I don't know why we only heard about this now. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's anything major. 
I don't nah, think it can't is. Be. I think if it was something major, we would have heard about it. And Wayne's the type of guy to just go scorched earth and drop this as he walked out the door. Yeah, the yeah. So I think if Wayne was holding it close to the chest, I don't think it is anything. Yeah. Um, I think all injury stuff with Adam Reynolds is a bit overblown. He's a smaller guy. He's not exactly big. I think he's just a bit breakable. It's just it's it's a JT kind of injury. He just know? yeah, it's just a he little, just gave everything and he's just he's just sore. And he's a tough bloke and he's yeah. tough. Like you don't play this long and this hard and this well without being a tough bloke. And I think yeah, that um I don't think it's anything major. And honestly, if I'm the if I'm the Broncos, I take him with a busted shoulder. Yeah, for sure. He, he's 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 out and out like the best free agent that was on the market. The best free agent and it's gonna be so market. good for them. They got him. Um, he's going to be their skipper. He's going to lead him around the park. And he, he himself is going to transform that team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not to mention what Capel's going to bring. And if they play Capel on that edge, he'll protect that shoulder. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. Well, from one grand final to another, the Super League grand final wrapped up. And uh, Lachlan Coote got it over James Maloney. Uh, it was 12-10. The uh, St. Helens. I, look, I'm not. I'm not very adverse in the in the English Super League, but St. Helens got over Catlin. They're the Saints. Uh, St. Helens Saints. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> like, that. Kind of like St. Mary's, how the St. Mary's Saints. Nah, let's don't get too far into it, okay? Relax. <laughs> don't don't apply logic to these things. Um are there plenty of dragons in Catlin? Is that what the thing is? Like what are Catalan. you trying to say? Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. I don't okay? know. In the, in 12, the south 10. of France, it's, it's fairly dragon-free territory, I must say. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was twelve ten. Um, the the NRL stars stood up. I mean, Maloney's always going to do his thing, but uh, Corabetti went over twice for the uh, the Saints, and uh, Coot ended up sealing Naguama, it. Naguama, not Corabetti. Oh, Naguama. Yeah, my bad. My Why bad. you watch an egg ball for, bro? <laughs> we have to turn you off the Gilbert onto the Steeden. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I've got the. I've even got the article in front of me. That's how shit I'm doing. But anyway, <laughs> it was twelve ten. Uh, and you've got something else to report on top of that for the Super yeah, League. Yeah, report. Obviously, um, the Toulouse Olympic won the second division, which means they get promoted to the first division. Yeah, right. It's the EPL first style. time two French teams in the Super League. Ooh. And all you and – oh, not all you guys because we don't talk about it yet much. I love some international f- football. Mm-hmm. I like the Super League. Watched it when I was over there, got into it. Um, disappointed Maloney couldn't get the win. He's my favorite player of all time. Loved him mm. before he came to the Mighty Panthers. Loved him even more when he got there. Guys, this is all cap. Jamie Sowers, his favorite player of all time. Of <laughs> <laughs> that right up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, just it was a shame not to see him get the win. I mean, he's he's going off to. I, I don't know if he's going to captain coach or if he's just going to just going to play for some mm. local French team. Yeah, he's already right. signed a two-year deal. He's just having a great time, man. Living in the south of France, being Jimmy Maloney, carving on the cheese and wine. Yeah, cheese and wine, hanging out with the family. Like he cracked the code, man. He yeah, won. 100%. He won what he needed to do. Brought Catalans to a grand final. Like if he had won this, he probably goes down as the greatest winner in. Like, right, send him an honorary ring, I reckon. Because right. Luai and Cleary aren't the players that they are and today, what unless they Maloney. Just fantastic, and I mean, having two French teams. In the Super League is massive. We yeah. had two foreign teams in there the other year with the Wolfpack and the Dragons. The Wolfpack mm. obviously being kicked out. Um, so it's good to see two French teams in there, especially with the the World Cup being in France in 2025. Yeah, if they if they can hold on there together and um, and kind of have two French teams in there going to the World Cup, France is going to be good. Yeah. And I mean Trent Robinson is the French coach. 
Yeah, watch um, out. And Jimmy Maloney could probably take up a spot on that staff there. Um, what is with that man? He just loves blue, red, and white. What the fuck is that about? Well, because he, he was a he was a super he coached Catalans. Yeah, right. Okay. So then they kind of picked him up, and your boy Scott Drinkwater, his brother's the halfback over there. Um, you better put some respect on that Drinkwater name. Son. <laughs> um, too bad they weren't drinking champagne after the win. You leave the you leave the best creator in North Queensland out of this conversation, okay? <laughs> the only creator in North Queensland. The only. But I mean, see, seeing France, seeing France be good at rugby league would be awesome. Like back yeah. before, back back in the day, day back before even like Second World War, they were they were up there with England. Australia probably wasn't quite as good as them. They um. Then you know the Nazis came and did what the Nazis did and joined rugby union because it's a Nazi. Trying to get us cancelled talking about Nazis and shit. No, it's not even. It's just factual. Go look it up. Straight up trying to get us cancelled. Yeah. If if you don't want to do this anymore, you just have to tell me. You don't have to bloody start bringing Nazis into the conversation. If I was going to get us cancelled, we would be cancelled. Yeah, I know. I know. I know we would be. (laughs) Had to delete my search history. Um, I mean, yeah. Obviously, having two great French teams would be awesome. And I mean. The French have um have one of the GOAT rugby league players of all time from back in that era. I think I don't know how to pronounce the first name probably. I think it's Pau. It's like P U I G Albert. Pau Galbert. Mm. This is a dude who this is all allegedly smoking cigarettes during the game, played fullback. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> I've heard I've heard interviews with people who watched him play. Yeah. They said he is the greatest player they've ever seen play. Yeah, right. He was smoking cigarettes at fullback and he had a rule. If you, I'm playing fullback, you miss your tackle. I'm not tackling that guy in cover. He scores because you missed the tackle. Yeah, right. He wasn't a great team guy, but he was a good <laughs> So, so right. at home, um, Piauga. But yeah, can you have a look and see? I think it's P-U-I-G. Have a quick gaze. But yeah, he was... Um, apparently his he was last name was? Albert, oh, here we like, go, here we go. Yeah. Albert, 1925 to 1994. Wow, he looks like a mob boss. Holy right, he's shit. He's a baller. Holy country. Absolute mob boss, mate. Yeah, I, I recommend everyone at home have a quick gaze. He is just unbelievable. Yeah. There's a report of him playing a test match. Or oh, they used to do like the tours, right? So France would, France would come here, play the Roosters, the Rabbits, Newtown. All those yeah. foundation clubs, and he was smoking a cigarette, put it in his mouth, caught the bomb, and ran like 70 meters. Wow, honestly, like just goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, well, the fun little French facts. I'm always cheering for the French when it comes to rugby league. Hopefully, we get uh, the second out there. We'll see. I don't know, I don't know where you pull this shit from half the time, I tell you. Far <laughs> out, right, very good. All right, well, talking about pulling shit out of nowhere, we're gonna check your little game for you. Oh, I love a cheeky little game. Uh, we're gonna play Who Older. All Ooh. right, so we're gonna do NBA versus NRL edition of Who Older because uh, I think that ages like. Time is obviously relative, all of that bullshit. But I think ages in rugby league, they just seem way older than what they are in the NBA. Yeah, the, the NBA is crazy. Like an NBA dude is like 24 for like five years. Yeah, 100%. They just 20, or, or they go from 22 and all of a sudden they're like 35. Yeah, and I think and like, it's obviously due to like the physicality of the sport and whatnot. But you see like a, a good year or two year span out of an NRL player and you're like, oh my God, they – you know, they get up there in conversations for some of the, you know, top 10 of that position or whatever. But 
you need like a good six or seven year span for that NBA player to be in the same level of conversation. I Even feel. then you get forgotten about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, go on. All right, here we go. So we're going. So you're going to give me what the NRL guy? I'll give you the NRL guy and their age, and then I want you to guess if the if the NBA player is older or younger. We've right. got eight. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's I would love to have a punishment for you, but looking at you is punishment enough for me. So, well, let's double lose. Yeah, I do double lose. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jimmy Tarmow, he's 32 years old. Do you think he is older or younger than Brooke Lopez? There's no way Brooke Lopez is 33. He might be 33 years old. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Nah, he's got to be older because Brooke Lopez was playing in like 2012 and shit. He was playing back then. I, Brooke Lopez has to be older. Correct. Brooke Lopez is 33 years old. Oh. Yep. Yep. All righty. Now, um, retired. Jake Friend, 31 years old, new, newly retired, right? Versus Matthew Delavadova. Melbourne Aussie. United zone. Melbourne United zone. A, uh, another Aussie. Where, who, do, who is older, Jake Friend at 31 or Matt Delavadova? Matt Delavadova's got to be older. Matt Delavadova's like 34, is he not? Uh, I have here that he's 30. No, he's not. Oh, I think I might have gone to a uh, oh the wrong website. Oh, Wikipedia has him on. at thirty-one. They're both thirty-one. So eight. We are hiring 19, anyone 90. that can use. We <laughs> will be replacing Matt. <laughs> yeah, look, it's not hard to replace me. Um, not, but Jake Friend is older by six months. If you, if I looked at Matt Delavadova, I would say he is way older. Yep, way older. Now, okay. What year was he born in? 1990. September of 1990. Jesus. And Jake Friend was the February of 1990. Even that's young for Jake Friend, even. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's such a shame that he has to retire when he has to retire. Um, Okay, so the NBA players are going to be give or take, all right? But I've worked it out to who's older or younger. So we're going off my list, okay? All right. So you're one and one because you went Jake Friend. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're one on one. Damien Cook, he's 30 years old. How old is Steph Curry? Is he younger why do or older? why does 30 on a rugby league player look like fucking 40? Yeah, 100 percent How is James? 100 <laughs> percent Steph Curry's been 17 for the last 15 years. <laughs> I don't understand how this all works. Crazy, mate. hey. How would Damien Cook and Rosie Dunham over the same age? Yeah, 100 um, percent Crazy. Steph's gotta be older. Steph's been around since like the tens. I mean, I'm using like logic for this. So like, I mean, I guess it's going to happen. What have you ever used logic? But I guess work? he's been, he was drafted in, he's drafted in 11. So he'd have to be older. He'd have to be. You're going older? Yeah. Steph's got to be older. Correct. Steph is 33 yeah. also, years old. Steph's not 29. <laughs> no, he's not 29. No, no, no. Correct. He's 33 years old. All right. Well, you're two and one. Now your boy, the source, Josh Mansour. He's 31 years old. Is Good he older? 31. Is he older or younger than Blake Griffin? He's younger. Got to be younger. Younger than Blake. Younger than Blake. Blake's old as fuck. Okay, I'll ask you this. Is Blake Griffin older or younger than Steph Curry? Oh, you know what? He has to be younger than he has to be younger than Curry. 
So you're saying younger than curry, but older than the sauce? Nah, I, I, I've said that the sauce is younger and I'll fuck this one up. You said that the sauce is younger? Yeah. And you've not fucked this up. Blake Griffin is 32 years old. He is right in between Josh Mansell and Steph Curry. Wow. If I, I thought, I, I, thought if I looked at Steph Curry and Blake Griffin side by side. I would think Blake Griffin is older a thousand times over. Yeah, I still don't believe you. Yeah, I know, right? All right. Well, you are you're two and two. You're on a no, three and one. Three and one, three baby. One. Sorry. About to be Doc Rivers I, blow this lead. <laughs> I apologize. All right. So we're going young now. Hamiso, Tabua Fado is 20 years old. Is he older or younger than Tyler Hero? He's younger. He's because younger. you have to be at least 19 to play. And this is what, Hero's third year? Can you stop using logic? Tyler Hero is 21. Yes. So that's that's younger than I thought. I thought he was like 22, 23. That's still younger than what I nah, thought. He's 20, 20, he'd be 21, 22, give or take, depending on the, you know. Thank you, Wikipedia. But, uh, all right. Does it not have the month he was born? <laughs> Does it not have his birthday? Look, I didn't go. I didn't go deep dive into birthday. I grabbed the right, website. Right there on the right hand side of the column. To what do you mean in deep dive? I didn't do a deep it's dive. Just I just right. did, I did right. oldest to Anyone youngest Anyone that can in the use NBA. computer, apply at Fifth and Dribble <laughs> on Instagram or Twitter. He's twenty-one. He's twenty-one. Twentieth of January, two thousand. Thank you. Fuck. He's Thanks for your deep dive, Chief. Right, he's Druzy's age. You let that sink in. Oh, Tyler Hero's Druzy's age. Oh, anyway, that's, that's your boy Tyrone May. Is he older or younger than Justice Winslow? You've got to be younger. Justice Winslow's been around forever. You reckon? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, Justice Winslow is older. Justice Winslow is younger. No, he's than not. Tyrone May. He is. How old is Justice Winslow? Justice Winslow, according to the website that I've got, is... 24. There's no way Justice Winslow is younger than us. All right. Tyrone May is was born the 21st of June, 1996. Uh, Justice Winslow. Justice Winslow. Uh, 26th of March, 1996. Oh, so he's older by three months. So I was right. My apologies. This Mate, website what is, is letting me doing? down. What? Bro, this website what is letting me down. What so is hard. doing? I thought this is this a test for me or a test for you? It's a test what for me, the I guess. Fuck I did is... I did say over under. <laughs> Give or take. This is a fucking stitch up, isn't it? Am I getting Absolute pumped right up. now? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Kalen Ponga is 23. Your boy, the big ragu, Dante DiVincenzo. Is he older or younger? Dante's got to be older. Dante is older. Dante. How is Ponga only twenty three still? I know, crazy. Hey, what? Crazy. I love how everyone's like, "Nah, Ponga doesn't show up. Ponga doesn't this. Ponga's, Ponga's a like, child. Bro, he can barely drive for full license. <laughs> what? Give barely the dude drink, a break. Yeah. Give the dude a break. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, now ever giving a hard time for partying in the offseason? Yeah, he's twenty three. Yeah, let, let him go. Let him yes. Go. All right. Well, I think you've only got one wrong so far. So it, it all really comes down to I don't to know. This. I just can't trust your answers. <laughs> all right. Well, Reid Marnie. Reid Marnie is 23. Is he older or younger than Taco Fall? The big man in Cleveland. Older. Older than Taco. Older than Taco. <laughs> Taco Fall is 25 years old. Oh, bro. That dude's career is 
done. Yeah. Here I was thinking he might get a shot being like a 20-year-old. Dude's no. 25, mate. Dude's 25. 10th of December, 1995. He's almost 26. Bro, you are, yeah, your career is done, bro. Yeah. He's the third string in uh, in Cleveland this year. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, 100%. All right, well, I think you, I think you pretty well. I think you went like six and six and two or something. So I, you know, I was trying to I was trying to look up the correct answers when you were getting them wrong. I was trying to <laughs> but I don't know what the score was. Put me on the ground quite at you. All right. Well, I the think the real that's losers a good... are the listeners. Hey, the real loser is is the listeners. Yeah, let's hope that they stuck around this. <laughs> I fucking wouldn't. <laughs> All right. With that, we'll transition over to our talk with the boys from the Hit Up Podcast. Uh, as always, please like where you can like, share where you can share. Um, at us at fifth and dribble on Instagram and Twitter, especially about my terrible games hostmanship. And uh, we will see you in the next one. Unless we get a replacement. We'll see you then. <laughs> you dog. All right. See you guys. Bye. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Can I hear it again? Do you have time? And we're back. Welcome back to the fifth and dribble podcast. Uh, welcoming on some guests today, the hit up podcast. Hey boys, how are we? Great. Yeah, yeah good. good How's it going? Good. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, we're, we're, we're rocking well. We're about to come out of lockdown, so uh, happy days. We're, we're itching, chomping at the bit, ready to uh, – I, I haven't seen Lachlan in – what is it, mate, like four months or something? Four months. I think I might call in sick tomorrow. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Call in sick. I'm sick of looking at you it. in a screen, all right? You're ugly in person, but you're even uglier on the screen. Uh, it's all right. The screen adds 10 pounds, you know what I mean? How many screens are on you? Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, today, guys, um, as you know, we're going to be rocking a, uh, a best team team draft, but um, I'll get you guys to go around the horn, introduce yourselves, team you go for, all that stuff, right? So we'll start with you, Joshy. Um, yeah, I'm Josh. Um, support the New Zealand Warriors, bit of a homer pick. And nice. yeah, um, we've got the YouTube channel, the Head Up Podcast and the Instagram Head Up Podcast. So, Very yeah. good. We'll send many, as many your way as we possibly can. Uh, Liam? Introduce Appreciate yourself, it, my friend. Yeah. yeah, so I'm Liam, yeah, part of the Head Up squad, and I support the Newcastle Knights on a bit of a, a bit of a rage on them at the moment, so up the Knights. Very good. Why, why the Knights? Are you originally from Newcastle? Well, like, clearly well, not, but... No, yeah, clearly not. <laughs> uh, they, they were... They, uh, it was couple, oh, quite a few years ago, they were wooden spoon three years in a row, and I just thought, just for the hell of it, I might as well go for the underdogs. And oh, it was good. more 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 of a piss take and trying to annoy Joshy rather than support them but now I'm fully into them can't wait Very for Dan Gagai next year I like that a meme pick into like a diehard that's I guess beautiful. I guess no one can call them a bandwagon fan if they start to win right the absolute like, that opposite. is hardcore <laughs> yeah, yeah. Opposite. so uh, Connor you're up mate yeah I'm Connor um, also part of the Head Up podcast and uh, I've been a diehard Cowboys fan since I was little so I'm sorry, hit up boys, but Connor is my favorite. Okay. <laughs> us Cowboys fans, we've got to stick together. There's only about yeah. seven of us out there. So, uh, you know, if you've got two on one podcast, you've got an absolute diehard. Yeah. yeah. People will be sleeping on Hammer, so hey, that's the future. Oh, that is the future. <laughs> future number one. Watch out. Oh. <laughs> Queensland, watch yeah. out. Queensland coming. I feel like there, there might be a, a Homer pick here or two. Lachlan and I have already discussed, and he's like, mate, if you fucking take a Homer <laughs> he, pick, I, I told him he gets one. I told him he gets one. <laughs> But I don't know. I well, it helps. It helps that Locks a, a premiership supporting uh, team. Panthers so fan, so he can right. he can take he can oh. take any player he wants. And we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I told him we should just take the Penrith thirteen, but you know he didn't want to. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's, that's we've got to have one cowboy. Yeah. Uh, all right, boys. Before we get into before we get into 
the draft. We've just got a couple of questions for you. Um, so what does, uh, obviously you boys are all over in, in New Zealand. What does, uh, what does Benji mean to you and, and his retiring? Uh, it's pretty, pretty sad. I remember when I first, um, actually watch rugby league it was like my dad would show me like old video clips of the benji flick pass obviously that's pretty special like you see it on tv all the time over here and Mm. it's i know so many tigers fans in new zealand just because of benji so he definitely made a lot of difference over here and made a massive impact on the game new zealand yeah Yeah, 100 percent yeah, yeah, and a lot of oh, sorry. Yeah, you go. Oh, a lot of players like in the league right now they base their game off Benji Marshall, like how he he kind of started like a new wave. Yeah. So uh, it probably meant a lot to them that he was retiring. But yeah, obviously over here he's had a huge impact on our New Zealand rugby league. So it's sad to see him go, but you know that's life, eh? Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. I, I grew up at a, and went to a college that loves rugby and touch and league, and just just the way we played at lunchtime was just everyone was trying the flip pass and everyone was talking about Benji, and it was just such a cool thing to see among a lot of peers and a lot of friends. So it is um, that com- press conference was pretty heartbreaking to see. But yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I used to get in fights with people that tried to do the flip pass against me from PTSD. Like I just any, anybody out on the wing, I'd take them both out. I just I couldn't couldn't have it. Couldn't have that. Um, what do, what do you guys reckon is the uh, – I mean, you can pick any team or you can pick your own, go homer, that's fine. But what do you reckon is the key signing for uh, any NRL team, you know, next uh, year? I, I think the Sharks did a really good job recruiting, like Nico Hines, uh, Cam McGuinness, uh, yeah. Dale Finucane. Yeah, I think they yeah. did a really good job. I think those three are the best. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd love to say Sean Johnson to the Warriors, but – I'll go with another halfback. I'll go um, Adam Reynolds to the Broncos. I think that's going to be massive for them next season, just someone yeah. to guide them around the park. So they haven't had in a while, so I'll go Reynolds to the Broncos. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go Reynolds as well, especially in Capewell. Him and Capewell are going to do really well together. It's going to be an interesting rivalry since they both played against each other, but it'll be a great, great team next year. Yeah, it's good. We're, we liken it a little bit to the to the USA Olympic team that's just happened when uh, – I don't know how much if you guys follow basketball all that much, but uh, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday won the championship and then had to go and be teammates with Devin Booker. Yeah. And, like, they would sub <laughs> each other out and have to dap each other up, and it's like, oh, you bastard, how dare you? <laughs> so it'd be a, be a bit like that next year. Um, what about your uh, – with the new 17th team coming in, uh, who do you reckon their marquee player should be? You reckon, you know, if the rumours stick true, they should stick to Munster or they should go after somebody else? Um, I originally thought Munster would be the one, but obviously all his issues off the field could be a bit of an issue. I think their key signings, Wayne Bennett, obviously, it's not a player, but I think yeah, got to get Wayne Bennett as the key signing for them. For sure, yeah. Yeah, easy, yeah. easy. Definitely, I reckon with his, it's a year sobriety, isn't it, of alcohol? So that'll be yeah. an interesting thing to like see if he's actually better at the game or he's just going <laughs> to, you know. <laughs> He plays well when he's pissed, so I don't know how we go when he's sober. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, easy. Well, um, I guess that's really it. Let's just get let's just get straight into it. So the way this is going to work, boys, as we've discussed, like we're going to go uh, one through fourteen. Um, and it'll be a snake draft. So you guys are the guests. You can take number one, and then obviously we'll take two, three, and then we'll go on from there. So, um, yeah. All right. Wait, hold on. That doesn't really make sense. 
I'm just trying to figure it out now. So, oh yeah, so you go one first. So one. Now you have him counting boys and then two, three. Yeah, no. You have been looking at numbers. You would have thought that I would have thought it was behind the scenes, but I didn't think a shit. So, is that does that make sense? Am I am I tripping right now? So we are we going one, two, three, four? Are we going one, then two, three, four, five? I guess you guys select a one and then yep. we'll select a one and then we get first pick at two and yeah, then you okay, get yeah. second pick at two. Then you get first pick at three and we get, so we'll go that way. That Too easy. Right? Yeah, yeah, cool. All right. Fuck, we are good at this, boys. We nailed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking killing it. Absolutely <laughs> killing it. Right on, <laughs> All right, sweet. So ladies first. I mean, guests first. <laughs> yeah. um, Obviously, I'm going to get outranked in this one. So the first one, you guys want to take Tommy Turbo, don't you? Yeah, uh, I think I think that's the great best decision. I think. Decision, <laughs> but state your case, Liam. Let's see. Let's hear your well, case. I, I just I feel like uh, Tedesco is such a great player, and he's he's just been around in the game longer, and uh, I, I do see the potential and how great Tommy Turbo is, and he's this season far better. But mm. I don't know. Just overall, I'd, I'd definitely pick. Uh, yeah, that's. So, I think that's a that's a good shout. Um, I but you guys are going to go with Turbo. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, I mean that makes life easy for us because we'll take Tedesco. That's fine. Thank you. Easy. Yeah. It might be it might be sixty points different in uh, in Supercoach, but as you said, out and out fullback. So so why not, Lachlan? Hit him with it, my friend. Who's our who's our first winger? We're going to take. Now you'll say it's a homer pick, but I don't think it is. We are going to go with Brian Toto. Yeah. I don't think there's any other choice for first choice on the wing, is there, Matt? Nah, nah, not for me. I mean, he not only emerging as as M center of the year, but uh, sorry, winger. winger of the year. I knew what I meant. Dalian <laughs> winger of the year. Um, it's just um, he's he's so dynamic, and you just see that that left edge is not as impactful when he's not out there. Just only the few injuries that he or the very few injuries that he had. It just. <sighs> It just hindered them so much on the left hand side. So um, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be Toto. And I'm hoping if I pick him, he'll propose to me too. <laughs> <laughs> you just want that lap dance in the locker. Yeah. That's what you want. <laughs> Don't expose me, man. Come on. <laughs> All right, boys. Who are you going to take on uh, on the wing? Are we thinking Edo Car boys? Yeah, oh, I reckon yeah. Edo Car. Oh. Easy, easy. Well, that was that was funny. In our notes here, they're they're one and two. So as I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah. very one and two all the way through. Yeah. But, how do you boys um, think? How do you boys think he's gonna go with the doggies next year? I, definitely fade of it. I don't think he's gonna score as yeah. many tries. But yeah. hmm, I think any winger at the Storm scores tries. You know, so it's like obviously he's elite. But at the Bulldogs, it's gonna be more of him having to do it himself. You know, like they yeah. pass it to him on the wing, and he'll have to create. So yeah, I think he'll still be fine, but not obviously. It's great. Storm. I still reckon people are like overrated with the Bulldogs next year. Yeah. I reckon they need a better halfback and a better hooker. Yeah. yeah 100%. That, that, I, that I number nine's a that. weird spot for them. Like, I like Jeremy Marshall King, but they need like a proper starting nine, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, all right, boys. Well, where are you going to go? Um, no, I don't reckon. I reckon they'll get close. I reckon at best they'll probably push like ninth or tenth, but I don't think yeah. they'll make the eighth. Yeah. I think I think they'll come out the gate running because people won't really give them a lot of respect. Yeah. Uh, but then after that, they'll really start to slow down, and yeah, they'll end up in that anywhere between eight and ten. I reckon if they sneak in, they sneak in. It is what it is. But um, but yeah, all right, boys. Number one center, where you going? You guys want Manu or Olive? Yeah, what are you, what are you guys feeling? <laughs> oh. um, I, think, I was. I, I'm thinking. Who's our winger? Ado Car. I reckon we go Olam. 
Yeah, go to Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Take the take the dynamic duo. Yeah, I, I think we stick with the, yeah the teammates. So I think we go with that. <laughs> Very good. Well, I mean that's happy for us because we want Burton, so that's fine. Oh. We'll take, we'll take me. This one wasn't me, boys. Nah. <laughs> nah, that's fine. We'll take Berto. I mean, out and out has uh, has proven this year that that he's a centre, and and not only that, but like that could be his third position. That's the scariest thing about how good this guy is. Josh has a little crush on Burton. He's he's always hyping him up every every time. Mate, you're you're, you're a smart man, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Every podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's not really any Warriors players to hype up there. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk all that much. All right, let's just, let's just stay quiet right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will um do lock on. Do we? Can I take my homer pick now? I don't really want you to, but I know you want to. I don't want you to. I really, I really want to. Can I actually? You know what? Nah, I'll save it. I'll save it. Um, what do you reckon, mate? Do you reckon we take take the young guy that had a bit of injury issue this year, or we just take take the Queensland machine? (laughs) You go, you go. I I trust in you. So for the other center. So for the other center, we're going to take Joey Manu. Yay. Yeah. Snake. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. And All right. Uh, what do you guys reckon? Where are we going? Are you guys Are you guys feeling Hamaso or no? No, I'm no, not. No. <laughs> They're trying to play mind games now. Yeah. Oh, what a <laughs> um, Liam's favorite player, but Liam's favorite player, Dane Gagai. What, what are your thoughts about that? Maybe if he wears a Queensland jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, just have him wear it un- under his normal jersey. He'll be all right. <laughs> like the ref does for New South Wales. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who should we take? Crichton, maybe? Uh, uh, there's got to be a bit of sinner, surely. Raymond Best has been pretty good this year. <laughs> Out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, that's who I was thinking, but uh, we're, we're full off the book. He had a season. What do you what do you guys think? I, I was saying Gagai, but yeah, we'll see what we'll, you guys thought. We'll just we'll just we, we can go Gagai. Gagai's good. We'll take Gagai. The, the beauty of this is, is I don't think that there's a wrong answer at this point. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, how, that's how good. First you know. Newcastle night off the board. Look at that. Yeah, yeah very good. <laughs> very oh. good. All right. And then uh, at your six, boys. <laughs> yep. Uh, Munster, Lua or Walker? Who are you feeling? I don't like Walker, but I thought, yeah. thought he was probably the best this season. Yeah. I yeah. he was insane this season, but... Should we, should we snag him? I think he's happy. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Like Walker. I feel like everyone says that about Walker. I don't like him, but he plays well. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way you ever describe yeah. Walker. <laughs> yeah. Say that about a lot of people, though. You could have said that about Cameron Smith as well for yeah. 500 yeah, exactly. years that he yeah. played in the league. Um, all right. Well, if, if they're going to take Walker, then we've got to take Munster, right? Because yeah. I mean yeah. this, I mean this pick doesn't really matter because it's the seven that matters at the end it of the does, day, yes. and, and yeah. we're going to take the Prince of Penrith. So we'll, we'll, we'll take the, <laughs> like Monster, Monster, yeah. the Prince of Penrith, surely. Yeah, lock, lock it in, Eddie. Lock it in, Eddie. All right, fantastic. And I mean, look, do we really need to do a deep dive into this? Munster and and uh, and Walker were neck and neck for the for the best six all yeah. year, and and Cleary, you know, you don't touch him with a ten foot pole for second place, like far out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of that second place, go ahead, boys. <laughs> I think we go with the, the Rabbitohs combination, but any other thoughts, you guys? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. 
caught up. Yeah. Connor's shaking are? his head in disgust. He doesn't like that. We'll snatch Reynolds. I can see in his eyes he wants to he wants to take Tom Dearden. Yeah, yeah. he really does. <laughs> need a good defensive half, mate. <laughs> I thought Liam was going to say Pierce for a second. I was worried about that. <laughs> All right, easy. So Reynolds is off the board. And the uh, first prop, boys, number eight. Payne Haas. It's got to be. Yeah. Payne Haas. Yeah, good call. There's some good props in the league at the moment, boys, too. Like, when we were having a look at them, Jesus. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's, I mean, we're, we were only really looking in like the top five or six teams. If you do a bit of a deep dive, I'm sure there's even more that are being squandered on, uh, on, on good, on shit teams. Sorry. Um, yeah. All right. Well, Locke, I'll let you select the, uh, the first prop, my friend. Surely you can't go another Homer pick. Nah, I don't think I'm going to go another Homer pick. I was thinking about it, but I'm going to go with AFB. Yeah. Oh, love AFB. <laughs> season, boys. Yeah, I love that. I love that pick. I love that pick a lot. Um, I if we pick there would have been considered a Homer pick. I was like, I yeah. I no, I would have copped it. I don't know. Over Haas is a bit iffy, but I would have copped it. Yeah. He's had a great year. Yeah. We are we are big AFB fans over here. So uh, yeah. he's definitely he's definitely found a home in New Zealand. Like I think he was a bit squandered over there. In Manly, but uh, yeah, found a found a good home. Um, well, do we take hectic for number nine, big man? Yeah, yeah, the big yeah. You got to take the hectic cheese, Mister Mister Cocaine himself. Oh, what? Sorry, um, <laughs> white, I think it's a um, nondescript white powder. Sorry, nondescript white powder. It was sugar. It was sugar. Because <laughs> everybody cuts up sugar with a credit card on the Finds the white line. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right, boys. Well, who are you going to go with uh, with your number nine pick? Oh, yeah, we both feeling there's either Cox, yeah, Grant. I think Cook over Grant, yeah, yeah, maybe Coruscant, but I think Cook over Cor- we're, we're sounding like Rabbitohs fans. Why are we? I know, particularly, we're going to have Rabbitohs versus Penrith lineups, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a sprinkling um, of other teams uh, in there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, Dang yeah, yeah, I think Simkim, maybe, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, all right, well, with uh, with your other forward pick, boys, your other prop, where are you thinking? Mm. Fisher Harris, are we thinking? Fisher Harris. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. The Kiwi. That is a, a baller, maybe. That is a scary eight and ten if you take that is pass terrifying. and JFH. Holy yeah. shit! I think we locked that in. Yeah, definitely. All right. Perfect. Who are you thinking, big fellow? Who are you thinking for the for the other forward? Oh, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a I'll lot leave this ones. one with you. Don't fuck it up. Don't, don't fuck it up. All right. Well, well, a guy that you know, as we were talking about being squandered on a shit team, I think. Uh, well, I mean, that kind of shit. They're, they're better. They're hoping to have a better year next year. But uh, probably Mo Fodder Waker. He had a he had a big year this year. So uh, I think we'll huge take, in origin too. Huge in oh. origin as well. Um, another guy, you know, obviously up and coming. I think that people need to. Um, put a little bit more respect on his uh, Stefano Utoyekamanu. He's going to have a fucking, he's going to be massive. How many times did you practice that one in the mirror? (laughs) (laughs) Fun fun fact, Ella Ella knows his, uh, my fiance Ella knows his, uh, the chick he had a baby with. So really? I've been I've been saying that name all year, being like, yeah, six degrees of fame. I know this man, but I have no idea who the fuck he is. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that's our that's our ten. Who's our who's our eleven? Big man. You go, come on. I know you want to. Nah, I'm gonna go Angus Crichton. 
Angus I think Crichton. Angus Crichton is the most, he's had such an underrated season. Um, obviously a few suspensions. I think next year with a full full off season, they know Boyd Corden is not going to be there. He's going to step up big next year. He should probably mm. captain New South Wales next year too over Teddy. Probably. That's fair. That's fair. All right, boys. Well, you kind of struck a little bit of the lottery here. You get 11 and 12 back to back. Yeah. Solidify that. that second a, lot of, a lot of options as well. Fafita, Papaliti. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think. Uh, Kikau. Kikau. Yeah. yeah. How are we feeling? I who, do we we got team? who do we have in our team of the year? We had Isaiah and we had Fafita, didn't we? Yeah. We we'll just run with that. Or do we go Kikau over? No, I'm, I'm happy with the first one. Yeah. yeah. We'll lock Sounds in good. Isaiah Papaliti and David Fafita. That's a good background. That's massive. That's that is huge. huge. I, was, I was hoping that you guys would uh, would forget that he was just sitting on the bench and I was like, yeah, yeah. I snag him. But, yeah. uh, but no, no, yeah. unfortunately so, not. That uh, other edge back row is you, Matt. Who are you going to take? No, oh, it's... It's got to be capable, doesn't it? Are you Surely. the Panthers fan or am I the Panthers fan? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, if you if you talk a defense, the man the man was like fifty tackles a game throughout the entirety of the finals. Like, and he and he only missed like what three or four. Like, it's it's disgusting. He had a, that's yeah. a very white back roll. If we go with Capel and Crichton, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> big white boys, big white boys that can defend. That's fine. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this next one as well, Lock, uh, and I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna do it. And uh, you know, fuck you. Basically, we're gonna we're gonna go home a pick, and we're gonna take Jason Tamalolo. I knew he was gonna do this. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was. I told, the one thing I was like, don't take Tamalolo if we first pick at lock. But he doesn't. Get, look, he's not a lock. Okay, he should be a prop. All right, but. I don't care. Uh, I, want, I wanted one homer pick. All right. And if, that, if we lose the fan vote based on Jason Tamalolo, I'm happy to go down guns blazing. Uh, okay. you, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> the whole league is like, let's go small with like Matt's like Tamalolo. <laughs> Give me the wrecking ball. Yeah. Oh. All right, boys. Well, where are you going to go with uh, with your lock and then first cab off the rank with the bench? I'm like the biggest non South fan of all time, but do we have to go Cameron Murray here? Like, <laughs> it feels like every pick. It, going sound, nah, it sounds like you're a diehard like like South yeah. fan, man. You're coming out. This is your coming know, out. Right? Glory, glory. Glory, yeah. glory. Yeah. glory. It's between um, him and Isaiah Yoa. Yeah. Even Radley. Oh, Radley's yeah, been Radley. well this season, to be honest, like mm. the suspensions. Mm. Uh, I still can... reckon we got to go Cam Murray. Yeah. We're South fans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Murray, South fans for this one, boys. Yeah. That's all right. You'll, you'll always be known as the uh, South pod- podcast for us. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, all right, easy. So, and then your first man off the bench, the the ultimate fourteen. Are you gonna? This is this is your chance to take a homer pick and another South guy. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be it'd be it's almost like it, like anti-religious not to. Surely. Yeah. No, yeah. Mind games. Uh, We're gonna get him. Mind games. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going, boys? Where are we does, thinking for number 14? Does, does this have to be someone that comes off the bench? Yeah, it has to be somebody yeah. that comes off the or bench. Or someone who yeah. normally, like, comes off the bench, yeah. Yeah, they can play yeah. starters minister. Obviously, like, you could take someone like a Harry Grant, but, like, somebody that would normally be in the in the number 14. You guys you guys want to do Nico Hines? Does Nico Hines count? Yeah, yeah we got Nico Hines yeah. down as, as, one, of, as yeah. one of ours. Yeah. You guys want yeah. to do Nico? Yeah, yeah. Uh, why not? Nico Hines, good pick, good pick. All right, well, look, I'll leave the because I hurt you so much with. Uh, with yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to recover from that one. That's uh, just blind. I thought I was going to go home. Um, this is well, a little bit of a tough one. Already home. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's two that I'm going to choose from, but <sighs> we could choose the um, the number nine combo of Smith yeah. and Grant. That's what I'm thinking. Or we could choose Benji, you know. It's his last one he's ever going to get chosen in. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, Benji's a great pick. However, yeah. my, my only rebuttal to that is we've got Munster and Cleary in the halves. Do we really need Benji to be coming off? Yeah, but also fuck you for choosing Tabolo. Like <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go full Wayne Bennett on me. You're just going to sell yeah, out Tabolo yeah. and run Benji. Yeah, I will. Yeah, it plays a small lock. That's all we're doing. <laughs> all right, what do you reckon? You reckon Benji? Benji, I can go Benji. All right. Well, I'm going to count that as uh, as one of your 17 homer picks. This this <laughs> game. Right, so uh, so that's fine. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll run through the team. So um, I'll uh, I'll run through our slot because obviously we've got it all written down. So um, we've got um, Teddy, Toto, Manu, Burton, and oh, we didn't take another winger. We only took one oh, winger yeah. each, didn't we? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, we took one winger. Okay, you, oh, well, boys, you boys roll back. You boys yeah. can choose the first winger if you want. Go, go, go the first next winger, boys. Um, so, John, do you guys reckon it's between Johnson and Garrick? Yeah, that's right. Uh, very yeah. classic go Johnson Bunnies pick. Look at that. Glory, glory. Uh, we love it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll take Garrick. Yeah, just <laughs> <Gary. laughs> to make it look better. <laughs> Gary, all right. Well, uh, are you going to give me two Homer picks? No, you get one. <laughs> You've done your oh, one. But what about oh, Val? Val? Come on, man. Right. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, all right. Well, then surely we take the top try scorer. Then we take we take Alex Johnson. Yeah, we take Alex Johnson. Take yeah. AJ. Right. Easy. Well, a bit of a log jam there. Two uh, two left wingers, but that's fine. We'll uh, we'll figure we'll it make out. It work. It'll be fine. We'll work it out. <laughs> Score plenty of tries either side. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be sweet. All right, easy. We'll uh, well roll that back. Now we'll go through who we've got. So we've got uh, obviously James Tedesco, um, Brian Toto, uh, Matt Burton, Joey Manu, and Alex Johnson. And then in the halves, we've got Munster, Cleary. In our front line, we've got AFB and Mo Fodawaker. Brandon Smith in at the nine. Uh, then 11 and 12, we've got Capel and Crichton, as you said, the white wall. Uh, 13, the you know the best lock ever, Jason Taumalolo. Yeah. And uh, coming off the bench, uh, father time himself, Benji Marshall. Lock, do you want to run through uh, the boys' lineup and just make yeah. sure that they're happy with it? Yeah, so they got Turbo at the back there, Fox and Handsome Ruben on the wings, Olam and Origin. Dane Gagai in the centers. They have another, they have the South half pairing in Walker and Reynolds. Huge front row in JFH and Haas. They got another South player, Damien Cook, in at hooker. Back row of Isaiah Papali'i and David Fafida. Their lock is Cam Murray. And on the bench, they got Nico Hines. So basically, like they've got the five marquee South Sydney yeah. players. <laughs> nice, yeah. Sure, you don't want to trade for Johnston so you can have six? <laughs> I mean, it almost worked for South. Yeah, it almost, almost worked. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> All right, easy. Well, loving that. We'll, uh, we'll chuck that up on the socials for everybody to have a look and they can have a vote and figure out who had the, uh, had the better team. Um, I'm going to be biased. I'm going to say it's us because we've got Jason Tamalolo. Obviously, you guys are going to be biased and say you've got five South Sydney players. Yeah. So you reckon so it has to be you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, thanks very much for coming on, boys. We've got a couple of guest questions that, uh, that we run through with our guys if, uh, if you don't mind sticking around for a little bit longer. Absolutely. All right, easy. Well, uh, I'll pepper them away and you guys just uh, answer them on your own volition. So, um, a book, podcast, movie, or album that has uh, changed your life? Um, 
probably for me, um, I know you guys are big basketball fans, that um, Kobe Bryant Mama Mentality book. Have you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah I read that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say changed my life, but it was just probably my favorite book growing up. Like I probably got it a few years ago and it was just so good Yeah, to read and just see like how he thought, you know, like everyone goes on about the mum mentality. So that would probably be my favorite book. Yeah. Yeah. His outlook is everything. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, mine would have to be um, the movie coach Carter. Yes. Oh, very good. You guys are going to, you guys are turning into a basketball podcast. Yeah. Oh, here we go. What's happening? <laughs> Coach Carter, our deepest fear. Yeah. What a, oh, what a, what a movie. That, that always oh, gets, me oh, it gets me absolutely rolling. It's got to be the best basketball movie of all time, surely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think certainly so. up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go a bit of a, bit of a tangent and go something different. My, the movie, it's a movie. It's Lion King. It's got to be, it's just. What? Elton John fan over here. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a classic, and it's just the meaning and story behind it is just so. Uh, I live life by it, and pretty much a good Matata. Hundred percent. That's a good chat. Few good chats, boys. Yeah, very good, very good. All right, we're well, moving on to question number two. If you could uh, play football or basketball, you know, because you guys are a, yeah, yeah. a closet basketball podcast. Uh, <laughs> if you could play football or basketball with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be, and why? Um. Probably boring answer again. I'd probably go Kobe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, pretty standard answer. Because I remember when I like grew up watching basketball, like 2011, 2012. That was when like, oh, it might have been just before because it was when the Lakers won their second title in a row. Yeah, it was against the Magic. So yeah, just that's pretty much what got me into basketball, Kobe. So it'd be mm. Kobe 100. percent yeah. yeah, you and me both, man. The absolute peak powers. He was a superhero then. It was it was insane. Now, Connor, if you don't say uh, Jonathan Thurston, I'm going to have to kick you off right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I was thinking Jonathan Thurston or um, LaMelo Ball, but then I, I yeah. met LaMelo Ball in person and he's a... Uh... He's, I'm going to say it as a prick, so I'm going to. Go. <laughs> oh, oh no, you got to you got to dive into that a little. Yeah, bit. No, oh. you have to elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I like walked up to him and I was like, "Hey, bro, can I get a photo, sweet ass?" Yeah. And then um went to shake his hand. He looks down at my hand and like walks away. Like didn't say a word the whole time. Like just I went oh, Hollywood shit. on me. Oh, like, wow, right. what a douchebag! Oh my god. <laughs> Tell me about it. Was that over in NZ when he was playing the Breakers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd go Jonathan Thurston or Luka Doncic for sure. Yeah, 100%. Good shout. Both very yeah. good shouts. Both both the best yeah. at their position. Yeah. Lachlan? Uh, I don't know about JT. Luka or Cop. I don't know about <laughs> Shut JT. Shut the fuck up, you. <laughs> All right, Liam, what do you got, man? Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I'd probably go... Kalen Ponga, just he's so magic on the on the Homer board. pick. I love, I, I love him. I love, I love him it. to death. He's my dream to get on the podcast. <laughs> That's a, if, I love that for a Homer pick. If he signed with the Warriors, would you move over? Oh, would you kind of oh. have such a big soft spot for the Warriors, or would you still stay solid oh. to the Knights, mate? I don't know if I could do that. The Warriors are just fucking terrible. <laughs> Jesus, that's tough. Well, we're not asking you to go for the Tigers. It's the Warriors. That's the Warriors. I just, I don't know. I got to stick with the Knights. They just, yeah. I respect that. Yeah, I respect same. that. I respect that. Uh, all right, boys. Well, last question. What's uh, what's the favorite dish your mum cooks like that you can't go without? Um, probably another basic one: spaghetti bolognese. Like that's yeah. Just every week when you hear that it's being cooked, you're like, yeah, that's yeah. It's, it's on tonight, night. boys. It's on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah, I, I I flat so my mum doesn't cook, but if <laughs> if I went back, uh, maybe burritos or something. 
Yeah, burritos. Big Mexican fiesta. That's it. Yeah. 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 You're obviously a soft shell man. Oh, I mean, that's tacos, but yeah. 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 Soft shell for sure. Definitely. Nah, I'm going to go Dimmel sausages. It's just a. Just a optic growing up, just a favorite. Yeah, nice. We haven't had a devil sausages yet. I know. Uh, normally, it's up there by itself. I, I know. Like normally, there's a whole lot of pastas and stuff. We're finding out how much everyone loves the pasta, but I like yeah, the I'm devil sausages. We didn't have a pasta bake in the in the crowd. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. based on averages. We were going to hit pasta bake again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, easy. Well, uh, yeah, thanks again, boys. Thanks for coming on. As I said, we'll chuck that up on the socials. Uh, hit the boys up at the Hit Up Podcast, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, on Instagram as well. Uh, obviously, hit us up too at Fifth and Dribble and uh, let us know who you reckon had the better draft. We'll have to have you boys on again soon, real soon. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Guys. Thanks, boys, and we'll, uh, we'll see you in the next one, guys. Yeah, sweet. Thank you, guys. Take it easy, boys.